Hi guys, welcome to episode 36 of Unfiltered. Um, last week was kind of unfortunate because I ended up recording an entire episode with someone um, and then something, I think something went wrong with the mic and I just didn't notice um, and so the audio was completely gone. But um, I just decided to take a break um, and this week I have my friend Eric on the podcast and we talked about how he does art and kind of what it means to him. Um, you guys should definitely check him out on Instagram. Um, I'll link his his Instagram account in the description of the episode. He's so, so talented. Um, he does some really cool pieces. And we talked about um, the role of art in his life. Um, and then we also kind of touched on how art is sometimes maybe stigmatized um, in Asian cultures and you know our, our take on that. And then uh, we also talked about how he studied in the UK during his gap year um, and kind of what he learned, what it was like being immersed in a different country um, and going to an all-boys school. And yeah, I I thought the conversations we had were super cool, um, super casual, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, My song recommendation of the week is called Lightyear by Adam Melkor and Lennon Stella. I love Lennon Stella. She is one of my favorite artists and she just released um, a new song with someone and it's really, really calming. It's super acoustic. So definitely give it a listen. Um, And I'd say the thing I'm excited for is my friend Cole is coming to visit from Atlanta and I haven't seen him since winter break. So it's been, it's been a handful of months. Um, but he is he's one of my good friends from back home, and it's going to be really fun to just show him around Boston. Um, he came to visit me last semester during my birthday, so it's really cool because he, he goes to NYU, and so he's able to come a lot because it's super close. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's it for the intro. Um, thank you for listening and supporting as always, and without further ado, let's get on into the first segment. Hi everyone. I'm currently sitting next to Eric. Um, if you want to just do like a brief cult standard Harvard intro. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Eric. Um, I'm a first year at Harvard right now. I from and I'm living in Lexington, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else is interesting about me? What are you studying? Um, currently undecided. Yes. It's a moment of confusion and crisis. But okay. thinking about, I don't know, maybe like econ art history or psychology mm. really just a grab bag <laughs> no that, that's awesome um and you also gapped i did take a gap year so i was actually a little bit <laughs> i was a little upset when i saw that oh, i wasn't included Eric, in you, that you're getting an episode all to yourself so uh, that's, you, should that's feel, nice. you should feel special i feel pretty special I'm not and, gonna lie. <laughs> and then um how do we meet double acf yeah double acf yeah. really great okay. community yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think like one of the things that is a huge part of your identity, like one of the things you love to do is art. And so I'm really interested in, I guess, like what it means to you and like how long you've been doing it. So if you just want to like talk about like how you started doing it and maybe yeah. like, what it means to you. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I like doing a lot of visual art. Mm-hmm. Follow so. his art account. <laughs> I'll plug it in the bio. It's, it's actually so good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, I do mostly painting, drawing sort of stuff. Um, For me, I don't know, since I got to college, art has definitely taken somewhat of a backseat in my life compared to high school. 
just because there are so many other things that I want to try. And I do know that like art is something that I'll always have to come back to. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really become something that's very therapeutic in a lot of ways, but also just lots of exploration and fun and yeah. definitely works a side of your brain that those pieces yeah. just don't get to. Yes. <laughs> um, when did you start doing art? Yeah, so I started when I was really young. So that, there's actually a funny story that my mom sent my brother to art classes. Um, she was like, go to art classes. And then <laughs> she made me go along and told the art teacher to just like babysit me. She was like, oh, give this little kid right here like a pencil oh. and paper. Like, don't, don't actually teach him, just like let him do whatever he wants. Like, I don't have time. <laughs> okay, she didn't say that. Anyway. Um, so I sort of just got introduced like that. And then I actually really liked just like scribbling and stuff as I feel like a lot of kids do. Yeah. <laughs> and then I forced my dad to trace like stuff for me, uh, trace drawings for me and I would be like, this oh, is so exciting. That's adorable. So then I guess since then I started taking lessons more seriously mm -hmm. and got into it. Definitely when I was young, just was drawing all the time for fun. Mm. Um, and then it sort of became a more concrete activity that I, you know, participated in. So was it, was it like your main activity that you did throughout high school? Um, yeah, I would definitely say so. Well, so the thing about art is it's not very collaborative in nature. So right. you're not going to be like, especially at a high school, like they don't have like art club where like, mm. you know, everyone's doing art yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I basically just did a lot of art outside of school, took some lessons. Um, it was sort of like the main thing that I did, but it was also not in school, if that makes sense. Okay, like, at school, we had like other stuff like sports, yeah. you know, singing, uh, band, like that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But like art is not really one of those types of activities. Mm -hmm. Did you take art class at school? Yeah, but that's like- But that's like different. Art class. Yeah, I gotcha, know? gotcha. So, um, I guess like you mentioned that now in college it's kind of taking a backseat why do you think that's so um i just think well in high school you're like trying to do competitions and stuff just like because people are competitive <laughs> um and it's like cool to have those kinds of opportunities and honors and awards and stuff but in college i guess since i decided i wouldn't really want to be um like an afvs concentrator or mm -hmm. like you know, make my career around visual art. It's sort of just like something I have to like mm, choose to do for so, fun. <laughs> so you don't want to make a career out of it or? I mean, obviously it's nice it? if my career is like related to it. Right. But it's not like oh, I want to be like a professional mm. like painter or mm -hmm. designer, you know? So yeah, it really was just like, where can I fit it in? Because yeah. I was like, oh, I want to study these things instead more mm. in a more focused way. Hmm. So what do you think, like, as of right now, what role do you think art plays in your life? Um, <laughs> That's a really deep see. question. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I could go months without touching art. Really? That's interesting. Hmm. I, you know, <laughs> and in that sense, is it really playing a role? The role of taking the backseat, I guess. Um, hey, that's a role. Yeah, that's it's still a role. A role. But I think when I'm into it during the school year, it's really exciting to be able to 
get in touch with my like creative and yeah, personal side. Yeah, like yeah. it's a ultimately a very personal activity where like you spend time by yourself and just like create, which is like you know, I it's a very exciting feeling. Um yeah. I think hmm, I really, really like admire and like respect people who do art because so I actually like used to do art classes too when I was young. And I did like AP art in high school. Yeah. But like I realized that art is so hard. It's so hard. It's so I'm hard. It's so hard. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I realized that like in order to really try to get better, you have to invest so much time. And I was like, I feel like this is like just a hobby. Like I, I like art. I like painting. I really like watercolor. Hmm. But I was oh, like, there's too, too much. I was like, there's too much. I don't have enough time or energy to spend. So I was like, in, in college, I'm probably just not going to do art. Mm. Whereas like in high school, I did art a bit, but it wasn't like a huge part of myself. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I think to improve like by yourself mm. or like like try to improve by like on your own requires a lot of like introspection as you're right. making art because you need to be assessing like oh what in this process went well what in this mm. process didn't go well mm. and like in that sense it definitely can become a very like rigorous I guess mentally like a mentally rigorous activity yeah um but you know I don't think you always have to be trying to improve That's like true. that like yeah I think to get like big improvements that's sort of the steps you need to take like you need to invest in anatomy which i have not <laughs> like you need to really invest in like doing studies and like sketches and planning out your compositions and all of that but i think there's value in art yeah that's beyond just like being like trying to yeah. improve 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 right. improve mm -hmm. like reach the next level like i think just staying where you are you know doing some drawing um yeah. it's I don't know it's just very therapeutic like yeah you feel good because or at least i feel good because like you make something it is like physically there mm -hmm. so there's a sense of permanence where where you can sort of look at it look back on it and be like mm -hmm. oh you know yeah that's i'm really cool. glad that i spent this time to make something. Yeah. so do you think most of your pieces are super um do you tend to do more abstract art or more I don't know what's the opposite of abstract. <laughs> what's the opposite of abstract? Concrete? Not abstract. Not abstract. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you think your art is more personal to you, or do you think it's art that can be interpreted by everyone? Well, I think that's a very <laughs> that's a very binary yeah. question. Like, I think art in general will affect people differently. Yeah. And, like, yeah it's yeah. always a communication between what you. Are trying to say yeah. and how other people receive it like I think mm -hmm. that's just universally mm -hmm. like the thing about communication right like yeah. even just talking like mm -hmm. this like I there are things I'm trying to say am I saying them well <laughs> so you can understand them is a different story right yeah I got you um but I would say no I do not tend to do abstract, abstract. art um yeah. I think it's very difficult for me and I personally don't feel satisfied like just like aesthetic wise with yeah. that sort of expression. Mm -hmm. um, I would say my stuff is more, it's sort of the kind of thing that's very grounded in the real world. Um, so like, I like landscapes, like still mm -hmm. lives, those kinds of things where 
it's mainly about me seeing something that I think is usually like, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, there are interesting parts about it that I want to record and capture. So then I'll just like paint a little bit. And then um, like that is basically the art, right? Yeah. And how you, however you interpret it, like I would hope that you see the same kind of beauty that I saw. Mm. But beyond that, like, you know, different things mean different things to people. So, you know, that's sort of game that you're playing. Yeah. Oh, in a way, I feel like, um, like music to me is kind of like the same as art to you. Because mm. I'm not like, I don't think I would like make a career out of it. But I think it, it's a way for me to kind of, I don't know, in a way, it's like a form of self expression. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, yeah, like like you said, you don't have to be, like, you don't have to focus on trying to be like amazing at it in yeah. order to explore that. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so like at Harvard, are you involved with any sort of art program club thing? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, well, at Harvard, I guess it's mostly design stuff. Mm, yeah. Um, or I've been trying some design stuff because as a you know traditional visual artist, that's sort of sphere is slightly new to me um so i you know do was on design team for each pair um i was in hdc which is harvard design collective mm -hmm. that club is really cute Aww. and i really like it um, and then right now i'm doing some ui ux design work for hsa dev and HSA. i think like <laughs> you know design is very different from visual art so right. a lot of times i do find myself wanting to like the design work doesn't fulfill me completely mm. where like I'll still want to do some yeah. you know, painting on my own. Right. But it's definitely good to use those visual analysis muscles yeah. um, more regularly than just like whenever you feel like doing art. Mm -hmm. Don't you do, do you do commissions? I do do commissions. That's so cool. But the thing about it is I'm kind of lazy sometimes. So, um, <laughs> I like do commissions, but sort of only if I want to, I guess that's the right word. Okay. Like I don't see art as a primary way of making money. Right. But if there's something that I like, something that someone asked me to do and I like am also interested mm -hmm. or like, yeah. I, I like, I would be more than happy to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not something that's going to be like your main career. It's not like I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm searching for commissions, gotcha. so to speak. Do people ask you for commissions a lot? Um, I've, I've gotten some uh, I low-key want to ask you. Like something for my wall? I feel like it would be so nice. <laughs> I yeah, love wall I, art. So I've done like some pretty big projects. I'm actually currently painting mm. like a, a door. <gasps> like your normal-sized household door. Oh, you're painting an onto an actual door. Well, so this is a project for my town where people donated like these doors that they didn't need. Oh. And then the Make town is commissioning artists to like paint on Wait, the doors. Wait, that's so sick. And then they're gonna like put the doors outside on our bike path oh. in the spring and just have like people walk that's and look so at them. That's so cool. So you're painting. I've one. been working on that, yeah. That's so cool. Oh. Whoa, <laughs> that's really cool. Just mm -hmm. a fun, fun little uh, project. Yeah. What do you envision yourself doing in the future relating to art? The same thing? <laughs> the face 
Um, <laughs> well, you know, any question about the future is always very. <laughs> that's uh, true. We don't have to talk about ooh. it. Oh, that's another question. No, I, I guess. No, I can. I can try to answer. I think. Sorry for the bells, by the way. Okay, very nice. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm very excited if I get to do these sorts of projects. Still, like, I I don't think of myself as being like unable to do art anymore. I think just mm. because you don't study it doesn't mean like right. it's not something that you've invested a lot of time into. And so, I guess it'll be a question of like seeking out different levels of commitment mm -hmm. that I'm curious for and like something like this door project is something that I would be excited or happy to do like even in the future like I think public displays of art are very cool mm. yeah because in a way it's like affecting your community yes <laughs> that's cool hmm. yeah I actually like going I know I've already said this but I actually think that um <clears throat> Like my views toward music are very similar. Like I think I don't really like I don't think I'm gonna become a music artist, but yeah. I would hope that like it would still be something that I keep up with. And maybe something to like you do some influence gigs. the you community some with. Gigs. I don't really know. <laughs> um okay, but yeah, that that's really cool. Uh I think like the last question that I have is kind of interesting. Like, do you think um, like being of Asian background, like, do you think that there's any sort of stigma against art in Asian culture? As in, mm. like, maybe I know you don't want to do it as like a career career, mm. um, but do you think like if you were to choose it as a career, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's really interesting, like talking about that. I feel like maybe mm. now it's less stigmatized. Yeah, but yeah, I think <laughs> you know, I think. It probably comes from the fact that I think Asian households and communities really care about academics yeah. or like that sort of side of work ethic and like lifestyle where I think that in and of itself can be seen as somewhat conflicting with the sort of lifestyle that comes with art yeah. as a career. And so I, I don't really know if it's so much of a stigma against art itself mm. or that, you know, the values that we hold in our mm. Asian families is just, you know, sometimes more geared towards an academic context of, mm. you know, like studying and doing that, that sort of thing. And since art doesn't fall in that bucket, mm -hmm. like, I guess it's just one of those things where like, oh, you know, you don't know if you will be successful at this. Whereas like, if you studied hard, you quote unquote oh, will that's be successful. There's I think just so much uncertainty. Maybe the uncertainty adds okay. to that. Um, yeah, that's super interesting. Stigma bit. I do think it's art is in an interesting place for Asian culture, in my opinion, because I think a lot of parents and families are like pushing their kids to do art, like when they grow up as like an extracurricular activity, so to speak. Um, like for music or resume like resume builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to put it like that, but it's it's sort of like you know they're like, oh, this is like a good activity. If right. you do it, you'll get good at it, and right. it'll like look good, right. and you can do these competitions. But but don't make a career out of yeah, it. Yeah, but it's it's sort of like, <laughs> but then once you get into college, what do they want you to do with it? You know what I mean? And I think you know thinking about that, I think that's where a lot of like a lot of people might fall away from art because of that. Okay. Like they've been pushed when they're younger, but then once you're on your own, 
you know, there's no push. In fact, there might be pushed back against mm. it. And so then you're sort of like, well, what What's did the, the art game? mean to me? Like, what oh, did it mean okay. to me? Like, why would I keep doing this yeah. if it's not for, you know, you know, this purpose? You know, it actually makes me sad because I think like on the music track, when I was really young, um, basically like, I don't want to say forced, but like I was pushed to play piano. Mm, yeah. And yeah. so I went to piano lessons for like 11 years Ooh, and I, I just, <laughs> I would play in like, yeah, I, I played piano a lot, but like as a child, the music didn't really mean anything to me because mm. to me it was more something I was forced to do. And so yeah. I think I kind of built up this like resentment for it yeah. where like yeah. my mom was like, all right, let's go to piano lessons. And I was like, I hate this. Like, I actually <laughs> hate this. Um, and so then I was just like, it eventually got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm quitting. Like, yeah. I, I hate this. But now looking back, like, I think that music lessons are like so valuable. And like, yeah. I would love, I would have loved to keep playing piano. Um, but I feel like, I feel like just being forced to do it as a kid, like, it's like what you said like you really I feel like I didn't have like a reason why I wanted to do it yeah versus now like I love music and like the reason mm -hmm. why I do it is because it makes me happy like it's a yeah. form of self-expression but yeah yeah I think yeah that's a really good point um there's sort of like a vacuum I guess mm -hmm. of purpose where like I think it's important to find your own personal reasons for doing something mm -hmm. um and like that's probably the most important like for music yeah like since if you now know why you want to do it i feel like if you wanted to pick up piano for that purpose like mm -hmm. be more than possible and yeah it'd be very enjoyable yeah yeah because like at this point it's all it's all my own will yeah it's not like external pressure for me to play also that's not to say i'm not trying to shade on any <laughs> any parents because oh yeah like yeah it's understandable they, they put in so of. much to give us these opportunities and yes. like realistically like if they don't push you like as a kid you're not really gonna want to do anything so i think you know it's it's a tough balance to find where it is necessary to push and to you know tell your kid to like please like keep up with this you might actually like it and i think just the very like i was super blessed because my parents you know made me try a lot of different things yeah and like if you don't try many things how are you going to find the one that you that like really sticks with you and so i think you know, for all the failed activities out there, just having, you know, one or two where you do find meaning and purpose makes it, you know, all worth yeah. it. That was, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, we should be grateful yeah. that we have the opportunity to explore these things. But yeah, right. I think that's like, all I'm going to ask you about art. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You're good? All right. Okay, another cool thing that Eric has done is studied in London. Yeah, well, so <laughs> studying in London is kind of a, uh, it's kind of misleading because I was not actually in London. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, huh? <laughs> so after high school, um, I took a gap year and I did this program where I studied on my gap year at Eton College in the UK. So this is not in London. This is okay. near uh, Windsor Castle. Okay. Um, but so that was sort of just a go study there. You know, you won't get grades or anything, but it's more sort of an enriching experience. I don't know. Does it make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. What did you study? 
So I took classes there um, because I was based effectively a senior there, and I took um, divinity, which is philosophy and theology. Whoa! And I took math. Um, I think I took like some calculus, some stat, some physics in that、mm. math class. And、um, you weren't getting grades. No grades. No wow. Grades.、Um, That's interesting. <laughs> so did I learn anything? It is debatable. <laughs> but、um, was it like pass fail? Well, no. So they just have like a different system, and also because I was there for one year,、mm-hmm. I wasn't applying to college in the UK.、Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there wasn't really that much academic pressure in any sense.、Mm-hmm. Um, I also did studio art.、Um, that was a lot of fun, and then I took、um, history of art. So、Ooh. learned about Rome. Yeah, that was cool. That's not cool.、Um, do you? So, what was it like, kind of like being, being in a different country? Like, do you think that was the culture there different in any way? Um. So, actually,、uh, Eton is an all boys school. Oh yes. Which, and it is a boarding school too. So that that makes it pretty different because I, I haven't ever gone to boarding school before,、um, or like you know lived a. From my parents for a very long time, so that was definitely interesting.、Um, I think the culture. There were definitely a lot of differences, but I wouldn't say they were particularly difficult to pick up.、Um, like I think. Okay, so <laughs> there's like different language. Okay, gotcha.、Um, differences, like they just like they call an eraser a rubber. <laughs> Oh yeah, like shamp- a sweater is a jumper. Like, yeah, they call like、mm-hmm. shampoo or like body, like shower gel, like okay, just sort of different little things, little things like that. Where, you know, you you mess it up the first time, and then your friends would kind of make fun of you and correct you. But then, like,、oh. you sort of get the hang of it.、Um, I mean, I think high school experiences are more or less the same. Like、mm. in terms of culture, there, it's、mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like learning and yeah. stuff, right? Do you think that? I don't know. I'm just so curious. Like, at boarding school, like, is boarding school kind of similar to college? Like, is it like the same kind of, or is it different? Maybe it's different because、so, it was an all boys school. Yeah, I, I can't speak about all boarding schools, but for the school that I went to,、um, it was very structured, which I think is very different from college. Oh, did、um, you have like a set wake up time? Yeah. So、Whoa. I had to. <laughs> let's see. We had mandatory breakfast at. That that ended at eight o five. So、mm. or like you were late if you went after eight o five, and they took attendance. So like, I forced myself to get out of bed every morning for、wow. that.、Um, after breakfast, you would have、um, chapel. I was actually singing in the choir, so I had to go early to sort of、oh. um, have rehearsal for that.、Um, and then we had chapel multiple times a week.、Um, then you had classes. It was it was basically your high school class、um, class schedule. Until lunch, and then this is where it gets complicated. They had like, I'm not really gonna get into the nitty gritty, but they had like half days and whole days that、okay. alternated. So、mm-hmm. like sometimes you'd be done after lunch, sometimes you'd have like sports until four thirty, and then you'd have class from like four thirty to like six,、mm. um, and then you'd be done with classes for the day. So it was pretty variable, and I think in that sense, I had a lot of adjusting to do because like. Just schedule wise, there was a lot going on. Yeah.、Um, and then after classes, you had free time, but I guess because at the boarding school they're managing a lot of、yeah. kids, like you're not really allowed to like go wherever you want. 
Mm. Um, you sort of need permission for that oh, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, where it's not, it's not like college where you yeah, can just. Yeah, that's so different. You know, if I'm feeling Hefe's at 3 a.m., right. like, I'm going to Hefe's. Oh, boarding school, like, they're like, nope. Well, because, like, the door's locked. The door's locked. And, you know. Dang. Okay, I didn't know that. Is it Was it, like, a boarding school to whip you into shape or something? Or, like, were they just <laughs> trying to, like, keep everyone on the same page? I think it's, I don't know, I saw it mostly as safety purposes. Okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. They don't want kids going out too late at night and yeah. going crazy. Um, mm. Drinking age in England is also lower, lower. so... Gotcha. How was um, how was it going to an all boys school? Did yeah, you like so it? the funny part is <laughs> when I went to my like on my gap year at all boys school, this is not my first experience with all boys school. Oh, so okay. I would say like that was more or less the same as what I had been used to because I actually went to uh, all boys school for high school from nine to twelfth grade. Um, oh yeah that was so i'm like pretty used to that by now and now i'm like being at college like (laughs) co-ed it's weird i mean it's different it's just yeah everyone's a student like yeah you just treat everyone as a student like it's more or less the same Mm -hmm. um let's see what what was interesting about it (laughs) i feel like i think the the culture of the classroom would it be different or no i guess (laughs) I guess I've always had the attitude in school of like, you know, you learn in school. Right. Like maybe in middle school, there were like shenanigans of like crushes passing notes and like mm. that sort of thing. <laughs> but like, I just thought of it as like, oh, you know, that stuff is now not possible, but you still have the same like school structure. Like I still went to class, like talked during class with my friends instead of paying attention. Like learn tried to learn at least and like in that sense it was very similar um mm-hmm. yeah i don't really know what to say. <laughs> it's just school but yeah. you're just, like having school with your boys like <laughs> boys. oh my gosh i can't even i personally would not want to go to an all-girls school <laughs> just because i feel like that many girls in one place it would get dramatic <laughs> and yeah. also i don't know i just i like going to like co-ed school I yeah think it's, yeah yeah yeah, I think I think there are definitely merits to having fears about like all one, like yeah. all boys or all girls school. Like, there definitely is a culture of like, I guess more masculine traits mm-hmm. if you sort of subscribe to them. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, you know me, I'm a nerd, so like, <laughs> um, like yeah. in that in that sphere, you don't really like you're sort of protecting yourself from that sort of behavior as well. Right. And so like my friends and I, you know, we weren't really engaged in sort of big like lacrosse things or like gotcha. like I guess the stuff you would normally associate with all boys boy school. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like boys yeah. Can, you know, we were just like doing homework in the study center, mm-hmm. like playing some games. Um like you, you definitely get to know your classmates really well. Um because my school is also really small and I think you know it's just good it's friends what you make it yeah you just get good friends mm. and then i'm also really curious about what it was like to live okay i know you didn't live in london but like in the <laughs> uk like i don't um, know i think that's so cool to study in a different country i really want to study abroad i think one you summer i think you should yeah or maybe during the semester Ah, uh, see i think i think for me campus time is so precious mm, that i'd rather do like a 
shorter program over the summer. But yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'm really Do you have curious. any ideas of which? Well, <laughs> I, I took French to? for like 12 years and oh. I, I like placed out of the French exam. So I don't have to take foreign language, but yeah. I definitely want, like, I don't want to lose that skill. So I think it'd be really cool to go to somewhere like Paris and kind been? of like immerse. No, I've never been oh, to Europe. So and nice. like, you've been to Paris? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just want to like immerse myself um and like practice my french and then do some sort of like maybe research i don't know a yeah, class yeah. yeah france has a lot of good art mm, and yeah. good food good food <laughs> i feel like the french aesthetic is so perfect for me it is so nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah living in a, another country is really exciting i would say um let's see England weather is a bit like the weather we're having today. A little dreary. Oh, the weather Gray, right now is disgusting. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't say disgusting. <laughs> but the rain is, it looks like it's sleeting. Yeah. It's we cold. currently have the window open and it's raining yeah. outside, but yeah. anyway. But, you know, weather, all the bad rep that England does get for its weather is partially true. Yeah. Like, I remember <laughs> basically in the in the winter, so we had class from 4.30 to 6.30 maybe. Uh, I forget the exact times by now. But um, basically, you would walk to class at 4.30 and it would be dark outside. Mm -hmm. So you just see like a bunch of kids mm -hmm. walking in the dark to class. Oh my god! And they walk out and it's still dark. And that's I just terrible. thought that was, you know, that was just an image that has been stuck in my mind. Oh, because, that's awful. You know, that's, it's pretty rough. But yeah. Yeah, so I actually did travel when I was in England because we had breaks, mm -hmm. school breaks. So I actually went on a little trip um, with my friends. We went to uh, the Netherlands, what? Germany, oh my gosh. Italy. I forgot how easy it is to travel in and Europe. And then uh, was Austria and Czech Republic. Oh, that was like so all jealous. one trip. Um, oh my gosh. And yeah, definitely that was... That's so cool. That's what I would say is like, one of the best parts of living in Europe yeah. because like, you know, you fly two hours here and you go from Massachusetts to like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know distances. Like, <laughs> I think that's like Massachusetts to Chicago. I don't know. Midwest. I don't know. Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago's like mm -hmm. one to two hours. maybe. Yeah. But in like in Europe, you know, that's... you fly one hour from France and you're like in a whole new country with a whole different culture. Yeah, and that's like, so cool. It's very exciting. Um, Definitely the idea of being able to travel to different countries makes it much more, I guess you feel more free and it awakens like the explorer in you a little bit, um, but also money. So That's true, money. <laughs> um, did you do art while you were in London? Oh, you, you did studio yes, art. Studio. Yeah. Um, do you think your art was influenced at all by Europe? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it like that because <laughs> like, you know, if you're, if you're an artist looking at various um, works to like study from, you know, you're bound to look at European art and museums because like, you know, we study that in art history and that sort of thing, like, you know, Renaissance art. And so like going to Europe, is not really that much of a change. Um, I did do a lot of painting about like regarding the school itself because mm -hmm. You know, I thought that was a pretty fun thing to do. 
But did my art become more English? You know, I, <laughs> I don't really know. More, <laughs> it's kind of like, did you pick up an accent? <laughs> I did not. I'm very bad at accents, so I'm not even going to try and embarrass myself. Right I mean, now. I think it takes a long time to pick up an accent, so I, yeah. yeah. It was really fun to listen, though. I'm not even going to lie. That's, yeah. That was one of the best parts, too. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Where, so was that like an international boarding school, or were you the only American? So, it is basically international. There are, you know, people from Hong Kong, other countries in Europe, a few people who have families in America. But I guess I was quote unquote the American mm -hmm. um, because I think mainly because I joined as a senior, mm -hmm. which is basically unheard of because the way the school works is you either like you enter when you're, I think, in seventh grade and then you just sort of move up until. 12th yeah. grade um so they were all like oh who's this oh, new kid, who new just, kid like, who's also american <laughs> yeah interesting okay because i feel bad that you weren't on last week's episode <laughs> why did you gap oh okay and how did you choose this program okay so you don't have to do like a super in-depth explanation yeah so but... so um i was actually really excited to go to harvard um because a my best friends in my grade were also going. So we were like, oh, like, it's just gonna be, you know, the boys in Harvard, like, it's gonna be so much fun. And my brother was actually a, gonna be a senior at Harvard that year. And, you know, that would have been really, really nice to be able to overlap with him because we didn't go to the same high school. Yeah. So I hadn't been in school with him for like, since elementary school, right? So I wanted to go to Harvard as soon as high school ended. But our high school has a program, um, like a scholarship program, where they send one kid, one graduating senior a year, to go to this school in England. So I and it was you. <laughs> You're so... so so. I just like applied for it, thinking like, oh, you know, this on the other hand is also a once in a lifetime opportunity. Whoa, like, that's sick. Like, let's think about it once I get it, or like if I get it, right? So then. I applied and then you got it. I got it right and then Whoa. I was like oh what should I do what should I do and then I think it was a little hard at first to come to a decision but you know when you think about it more objectively like not really about your emotions or feelings like yeah going to Harvard would be nice um with my friends and my brother but like going to England to study for a year like you won't get that like, again yeah, I, I could not think of another time yeah. in my life when I would, you know, I wouldn't feel the pressure that you feel once you enter college. Like, I I felt like doing it in my gap year would allow me to try to, like, experiment and mm -hmm. explore the most that I could. Mm -hmm. And so I said, like, yeah, the, the pros seem to outweigh the cons in this case and let's go um, to london yeah and like it's not like when i go back to harvard like my friends won't be there they'll just be yeah. great above and i can just like mooch off of them for advice <laughs> yeah. yeah so i just that's decided so cool. that it would be a good oh, idea oh that's really cool your school had that program dang my school would never do that <laughs> <laughs> oh okay nice and now that you're here i asked this to all the other gap gap year interviewers interviewees but if you had known how this year would have played out, would you still have gapped? Yes. 
Um, I guess, well, I, I don't really, I wouldn't really want to lose my sophomore year mm -hmm. the way that the sophomores had to, which is really rough and unfortunate. Mm -hmm. So in that way, like, you know, freshman year, at least I got to live on campus uh, for part of it, which is super nice. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, if I, since I did want to do this, this program in England, like mm -hmm. you had it, it would, that. it would be worse to do it in a right. pandemic, right? That's like, true. like this, I got as much as I could because I did it when it, when like things were relatively uh, That's normal. a, that's a good way. And, like I got to it. travel, right? Yeah. Like, so there's really no regret. Like would I have taken another gap year? Like probably not because, you know, I feel like for gap years, it's helpful if you have like a purpose or like you have some sense of structure that you want to do. Like if I took another gap year, it would mostly just be for the mm -hmm. sake of like mm -hmm. avoiding the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And like personally, I don't think I would be very fulfilled mm -hmm. by that. Okay. Well, that's really cool. And um, yeah, I think those are all the questions I have for you. Um, <laughs> but thank you. For Thank you for joining me on this episode. Yeah, um, I had a lot so of fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun asking you about art. And I keep wanting to say London. <laughs> Wait, where was it again? Um, just say Newton? Windsor. Windsor. Yeah. Windsor. That sounds so British. <laughs> um, but yeah, is there anything else? Any any last remarks? No. All right. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, thank All you right. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was so cool. Um, and. I think the things we talked about are important and interesting, especially the part about, so. especially the part about like the whole Asian attitude towards like arts and music. I think that's cool. But it's just, it's just, those are just my personal takes. Yes. Um, Disclaimer. These are yeah, all our personal, just, from personal experience slash opinions. Yeah. Of course it's going to be different for true. everyone. Yes. So. But all right. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to conclude this episode. Also, um, I am moving out really soon, but there's still like a lot of people here that I want to get on my podcast. So I think what I'm going to have to do is just record like five, five this week or something and then have them like release them periodically uh, once I'm back home. But um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap up episode 36. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and supporting. Um, and as always, I will see you next week for episode 37. Bye. Bye. <laughs>